Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So we talk about the inversion of the yield curve all the time on this channel, but I didn't realize that we are currently at unprecedented levels. We have never seen this in the entire history of the United States, where we are right now as we speak. Let's get right over to Bloomberg, and I'll show you exactly what I am referring to. Title, the bond market has never sounded recession alarms for this long. So as we've discussed on this channel many, many times, usually you get about 14 months of a lag, maybe 18 months, depending on how far you go back, between the initial inversion of the curve, we'll use the three-month and the 10-year as an example, and when you actually get that recession. So we're not there yet. In fact, I did the math this morning for a whiteboard video. 14 months would take us to December of 2023 because the curve first inverted in October of 2022. But that's how long it takes to get a recession once the curve inverts. I'd never looked really at how long the curve had stayed inverted. And this is really mind-blowing here. For 212 trading days, they say, the curve has been inverted between the three-month and the 10-year. And they kind of the next key talking point here, which I completely agree with, is a quote, ignore the signal at your own risk. Well said. The U.S. bond market has flashed recession warnings so consistently for so long in at least six decades on Wall Street and Washington. Optimism may be building the Federal Reserve poised to steer the economy toward a soft landing or no landing. Uh, but for 212 straight days, no matter what the indicators have said. And I think this is a great point. No matter how, it, it could be a banking crisis, it could be no landing, it could be recession, no recession, booming economy. No matter what, if the Fed's raising rates, the Fed's not going to raise rates, the stock market's at all-time highs, the stock market's going down, we have uh, a downgrade of the debt, we have China blowing up, we have... The, the budget deficits blowing out. We have all these things that have happened over the past 212 trading days, but yet the curve is still inverted and not just kind of inverted, inverted by over a hundred basis points, something we haven't seen since the 1980s. And as far as a percentage of inversion, I think that would also be completely unprecedented. So they go on to say such an inversion telegraphed the last eight recessions. Pretty good track record. So if you're someone that claims this time it's different, you got to have a lot of evidence to back that up because that's, that's uh, I think you need to realize how bold of a statement that is based on the fact that just looking at history and what has been proven over and over and over again. And if we are playing a game of probabilities, which is exactly the game we're all playing here, you would have to have so much overwhelming evidence that we're not going to have a recession or this time is different. Um, and I don't know it's possible to have, and I, the arguments that I've seen don't present that much is really the point I'm trying to make. They'll sit there and say, well, it's the unemployment rate. It's it, the, the economy's resilient. Look at the unemployment rate. So you've got this much current data, but you're contrasting that to... Oh yeah, eight or however many what decades it was. <laughs> you know, we're looking at six decades of data where it happens over and over and over and over and over again. 
So just because the unemployment rate is low, I would not say that's overwhelming evidence when you look at the track record of the yield curve. That's really the bottom line. But he does, the, the author points out something very interesting. There's an apparent disconnect between market warning and the surprisingly resilient economy shows how much uncertainty has persisted since the Fed started the aggressive rate hikes March 2022. So they point out, like we were saying earlier, the curve inverted initially, the three-month and 10-year in October 2022. Here's a quote. This cycle has been an odd one because the yield curve originally inverted, most expected were on the verge of downturn. See, I don't get into this, though. This is this guy's name is Philip Wool, Ray Liant, Global Advisors. I don't get into, oh, just focusing on what everyone expected. And, well, everyone expected that we'd already be in a recession. So, oh, boy. Boy, maybe we should second guess that yield curve. Look, I don't care what people expect. The, most people out there are just complete sheeps. Uh, that's why they get, or sheep, <laughs> maybe that's not plural. Uh, sheep, yeah, sheep. Uh, and they just, they're lemmings. They just walk right off that cliff. That's why everyone gets annihilated by a, a, a black swan, even though the curve's inverted. You know, people say the GFC was a black swan. Really? The curve was inverted since 2006. It says you weren't prepared, so you got run over because, once again, you thought this time it would be different. And so I don't really put too much weight into, well, people thought it was going to be like this. Not really. Show me the data. Show me the history. Show me what has happened in the past. And that's pretty much what I'm going to use to determine the probabilities of this happening in the future. Not so much people's opinions over the last year. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. But the signal may be distorted by the scale of the Fed's tightening so far. I think this is a stretch, but I just want to present it as a counter argument here, which has pushed up the best benchmark short-term rate by more than five percentage points, steepest increase since early 1980s. And uh, I would point out, as far as percentage terms, it has been the steepest increase, I think, in all, of all time. Uh, let's keep going on here that I'm going to have a rebuttal for that. So while the Fed could ease next year, it may be because policymakers react to cooler inflation rather than the need to fight a recession. So Ed Yardini has called this the Nirvana scenario. <laughs> okay. All right. First of all, uh, let me address this whole thing that, uh, you know, the reason that curve has been inverted for so long uh, or maybe giving us a false signal is because the Fed tightened so quickly. And if the Fed would have just tightened slow, 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 
then the curve, I, I don't know, never would have been inverted. Uh, okay, but let's look at the decision-making that is being made by the marketplace that would make the curve invert. What decision-making making am I referring to? Right now, the marketplace has the option of taking five plus percent just overnight, parking your money at the Fed and reverse repo as an example. Or you can just get a, I mean, three-month treasury, one-month treasury. You can get 5.5%, let's say. So why on earth would anyone buy a 10-year treasury at 4.2%? That makes absolutely no sense. So regardless of how fast the Fed raised rates, the market is telling us that they believe interest rates in the near future will be so much lower that they would rather own a 10-year treasury at 4.2 than a one-month treasury at 5.5. No matter how you slice it and dice it, that's the main takeaway. That's the elephant in the room that all these people ignore. Now, you can sit there and say, well, if the Fed would not have tightened so fast, well, then would the marketplace uh, prefer those 10-year treasuries? Uh, maybe, maybe. But that doesn't mean that this market signal being the curve inverted is completely inaccurate because the Fed raised rates so quickly. Because what the market signal is telling us is not, oh, this is weird, the Fed raised quickly. The market signal is telling us that the interest rates moving forward in the near future, let's say into 2024, are going to be a lot lower. Now let's move on to Ed Yardini. I don't know this guy. But here, this argument I've heard it so many times and it just makes no sense to me. So let's just assume for a moment that inflation did come down. Let's say it came down to, I don't know, 2%. Great. Fantastic. Why would the Fed drop rates? Why? It, it, he makes it seem as though 5 point, let's say 2.5, where we are right now, is somehow historically high. No, this, this is just average in, normal. These are normal interest rates. This is nothing extraordinary. This isn't 1980. Interest rates aren't at 20%. Interest rates are basically at 5%. So why would the Fed drop rates to below normal if inflation is right at their target? You see how this, it, it just think it through for a moment. And then let's say that inflation was going down under their target. And then they were worried about deflation. So that's why they dropped rates. Okay, well, if they're worried about deflation, then that means we're likely in a scenario that would equal a recession. So <laughs> I mean, this Nirvana scenario, it doesn't even make sense. You know, what type of scenario would the Fed come out and say, okay, we've got interest, or excuse me, we've got CPI down to 2%. Now we can start lowering interest rates to, in their terms, a more accommodative stance. Why would we need accommodative interest rates if we're right at their target? Because wouldn't they just be worried about exacerbating inflation if the current rates are normal? You, you see, this, this just, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever when you just think it through, just scratch beneath surface level, and it becomes abundantly clear that this is an unbelievably low probability. So now they go on to talk about some investments. They say cash is king, yield on 60-40 portfolio, fall below three-month treasury bills. So yeah, you're out there paying Ray Dalio. Good for you. You're paying him 2 and 20 to do what? Get less than you would get on a three-month T-bill. And that's why for my personal portfolio, this is not investment advice, but most of you know for my personal portfolio, I, I just 
I'm like 90% in T-bills. Just dry powder. In fact, the other 10% in, in physical gold. So T-bills gold. I like it. I'll just wait and see how this thing plays out. And by the way, I'm beating uh, Ray Dalio. I'm just using him as an example because he's famous for that. Uh, I think he calls it the all-weather portfolio, which is basically a, 64, a version of the 60-40. All right, guys. So there you go. The curve has been inverted longer than it's ever been basically in U.S. history. So if you are someone that is kind of one of these no recession bros, I think you, you've got to look at that and you've got to take that into consideration. And if you maintain this base case that we will not have a recession, you've got to have even more data to back up your point than you did prior to seeing this inversion at unprecedented levels. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. If you want more of these incredibly important recent stories that we have discussed on this channel, Josh will put a playlist right here, and we'll see you in the next video.